Great to have you, Fex. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. We're going to have um, Travis Yates on, a major in the Tulsa Police Department. We also have Daniel Turner on. He's got an organization that is educating people about, about energy, about green energy, about the power grab that the central government is trying to do, and uh, we'll have that as well. I'm going to play that, that audio and video from Kamala Harris again. This is from 2018. If you want to see her say it, she looks the same you know thing as she was before. Um, I mean, it, and what I mean is she's always got this look on her face like of disbelief. She doesn't go through the whole moment of time thing, moment in time, and we have this moment in time because it's a moment, and it's a moment in the time because it's a moment in time. I, I don't think we'd have that whole thing, but she is acting completely like she's beside herself. Beside herself over Trump in 2018 sending troops to the border. Something that she, the border czar, must have signed off on. And Biden is doing sending troops to the border, 1,500. So they're doing exactly what Trump did. And Carrie, you remember the other day a journalist actually said, aren't you doing exactly what Trump did? I remember that, yeah. And KJP's answer was what? Well, they're going to do uh, administrative stuff and warehouses and things as if they're not going to be there for enforcement. So why then would you send them? Maybe hire a bunch of bookkeepers. I don't know. I think that would make more sense. But here it is again. This is uh, Kamala Harris, then a senator from California in 2018, responding to Trump, sending troops to the border. Uh, I... I... Thank the men and women who serve our military and serve in the United States Marine Corps. Um, I also believe that the administration made a decision to deploy them based on a political agenda. And um, I believe that it is inappropriate to require the limited resources of the United States military to be used in such a way um, when the, the when it was you know when and these these folks who are being deployed there they're going to leave their they've left their families they will not be home looks like for Thanksgiving and all because there needed to be some demonstration for the TV cameras based on a political agenda instead of what is a national security threat. Care she cares about these people because they're not going to be home for Thanksgiving. Right. Right. Of course, the ones that are going to go now, I guess, won't be home for Memorial Day or maybe Labor Day or whatever other holiday you want to throw in there. But she's just, she can't believe he's sending troops to the border. And Carrie, I am right, right? This administration is sending troops to the border now, yes? Yes, they are. Okay, just, just checking. In administrative so, capacity. Well, of course, they're going to, they're going to like, wash cars and, and sweep the floors or something. We have to take active military Data members entry. who, they have been trained to kill in support of freedom, liberty, and the Constitution, we're going to have them do data or data entry. Okay, let me go to KJP, who's got some comments, because somebody actually, I think, asks her to grade Kamala Harris on the job she's done on the border. What report card would you give the vice president for her handling of the root causes of migration in Central America? So I've learned from my predecessor to never fall into that trap of uh, giving, uh, giving, uh, giving grades. What we can say from here is that the president appreciates and, uh, and has been very impressed uh, by, her, her, uh, by her partnership uh, in this administration. He sees her as a partner, and uh, they will continue to, to work in that way in the next, uh, as we move forward, to be very careful here. China. What? <laughs> Carrie, did she talk about the border at all? No, no. The question was about <laughs> migration from Central America, right? Yeah. Well, you know, 
she almost said he continues to be supportive of her performance, and she stopped herself and said, per uh, partnership, because her performance at the border has sucked, like really, really bad. So that answer was one of the best non-answers she's ever given. And listen, she's given a lot of non-answers. But maybe she'll go there on this one. You mentioned that the administration is preparing for what is to come or what will occur after Title 42 lifts. Can you describe or provide some detail as to what the White House is anticipating when this COVID-era border restriction expires? I'm not going to... Look, we know, um, and I've said this, we have tools that are in front of us that the president's going to use. Okay, I just have to stop. Because <laughs> we're, we're like we're like 22 seconds so in. Many tools. Look, um, look, I, mm, as we've said, tools, I have to say the word tools here. So, you know what I mean? So, I mean, the question was, was pretty simple. When Title 42 lifts, what actions are you going to take? What's in place? What's going to happen? And I'm, I'm going to re-rack it. I'm just going to take it right back to the beginning because she doesn't answer the question whatsoever. And I don't know if they give her a pass again or what, but this is crazy. Again, this is about the border, Title 42 going away. We know there are tens of thousands of illegals ready to barge right through when it goes away. And this is her answer. You mentioned that the administration is preparing for what is to come or what will occur after Title 42 lifts. Can you describe or provide some detail as to what the White House is anticipating when this COVID-era border restriction expires? I'm not going to look. We know, um, and I've said this, we have tools that are in front of us that the president's going to use um, to, to deal with what we are seeing at the border. And this is something that uh, the president has taken initiative on since the beginning of this administration. And we want to do this in a safe, orderly, and humane way. That has been kind of the mantra of how we see moving forward with uh, the immigration system. And we're doing this without help, without assistance uh, from Congress, Republicans in Congress in particular. And uh, and we're doing everything that we can to be prepared for once Title 42 lifts. Don't have any numbers to share for you at this time. Uh, I don't have... Um, uh, we don't have a kind of speculation or hypotheticals on what will happen once Title 42 lifts. We just know that we are preparing uh, for that uh, for that to occur on May 11th, and uh, we'll continue to do that. And again, you've heard from the Department of Homeland Security. You've heard from the Department. Literally, the question was, what are the preparations? What are you doing? What are you doing to get ready? Which steps are being taken? I'm not going to get into hypotheticals. It's not hypothetical. It's happening May 11th. So, so and it's not hypothetical to ask, what are you doing now? What's going on now at the right. border to uh, deal with the thousands that think they're coming over on May the 11th? Well, you weren't listening then, obviously, because no. she, oh. she told you. She told you what happened. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear her? She well, said she Republicans had the tools. in Congress. I had the tools. Republicans in, in Congress are not helping. You didn't hear her say I that? I heard her say that. They're doing it on their own. Right. The Republicans in Congress will not assist. They will not help. They're just horrible, horrible people. They are. They know May 11th's coming, and they just will not help with the tools. We have the tools. We have enough tools for everybody, <laughs> but they will not help. Just, to, I'm just going to play the first part of it again because a, if you're the press secretary, no matter if you're left or right, you have to know this question is coming because May 11th is around the corner. We're talking about eight days from now, so she has to know that's coming. She's the first 20 seconds. She doesn't know what to say. <laughs> You mentioned that the administration is preparing for what is to come or what will occur after Title 42 lifts. Can you describe or provide some detail as to what the White House is anticipating when this COVID-era border restriction expires? So, I'm not going to... Look, 
we know, um, and I've said this, we have tools that are in front of us that the president's going So to- not going to, look, you know, we've said we have tools in front of us. I don't, is that an answer? What did I miss? That is not an answer. And we've been talking about this for weeks, and as it gets yes. closer, they have to know there are going to be so many questions about this that yes. we want answers. I would like an answer. Yep. What's going to happen? What is the administration going to do on the 11th? Is everybody coming over? They have tools. I have more questions. Okay, I get it. Tools. I understand tools. Why don't you understand? Look, we've said. Let me be clear. We've said. We've been consistent. Tools and Mm. work. Work and tools. (laughs) All right. You use tools to do the work because we've been consistent about the tools and the work. And I've answered this 11 times so far. I've got nothing more to add. (laughs) Nothing on the schedule. Nothing to announce from here. And Hatch Act. I can't say anything. All right. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Want to hear from you on this. Do you? What do you think is going to happen on May 11th when Title 42 lifts, which is basically the way, because of the pandemic, to say you can't stay here. We've got a, a pandemic going on, and because of COVID, we don't know that if you have COVID or not, you got to get out. That's what Title 42 does. Since day one, they've been trying to get rid of Title 42, even while we were at the height of the pandemic. So the whole idea that they didn't know there was lifting or the court order says it has to lift or they have tools or whatever, they've known this date was coming for a long time. So what do you think is going to happen on that date? Let me go to Jay in Delray, Florida. Jay, what's going on? Hi. <laughs> hey, Joe, how, how's everything? I got my tools, got the tools, I'm ready to work, you know. Oh, yeah, I got my toolbox over here, too. We're doing good. <laughs> so both of us have tools now. Yeah, I just love the hypocrisy Uh Susie asked her yesterday. She wants to be clear with the tools. She yes. always wants to be clear with the tools. Yep. Clear with the tools. And uh, he asked her, I don't know how if this was old, about a tweet she put out that Governor Kemp uh, stole the election from Stacey Abrams and Donald Trump stole the election from Hillary Clinton. Yeah, she had those What's out there. The I, think I think they're still up. That's been out for a while. Yeah. 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 No, but it's okay because she's she's intersectional and she has the tools, so she's fine. <laughs> I appreciate you, Joe. Hi, right, Jay. Thank you, brother. We appreciate Jay in Delray Beach, Florida, where I went to high school, by the way. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. What is going to happen on that day? On May 11th, what's going to happen? Carrie, you've been yeah. saying that it's like 30,000 staged at the border, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm just saying these are some of the stories that we're hearing about now that they've got these shelters open up in, in on the streets of El Paso that are some are overrun already with bed bugs. We've got cases of chicken pox yep. uh, coming up. I just y'all better have, you better have the tools <laughs> because thousands and thousands more are coming over. What what's going to happen? What are we going to do? Where I'm are assuming, we going to put these people? I'm assuming we're paying for the tools. Shouldn't we know what they are? I'd like to know. Yes. It's like a okay. wrench and a Phillips screwdriver. Okay. And let me let me ask those out there who use screwdrivers often. Let me just go off the beaten path. As phone calls come in, we're going to take a break here in a second. But why is, am I the only person who can never find a Phillips head screwdriver? Carrie, I've got 73 flathead screwdrivers at my house. You do. You can't find a Phillips. You know, I need a Phillips head if I could. <laughs> and, and it's just nowhere it's to be found. It's never there when you need it, right? It's like I, I have that. bought new Phillips screwdrivers for 30 years and they that somebody I think Who's somebody comes and steals them? them they're walking away with them aren't they flathead screwdrivers are everywhere and you almost never use them anymore that's true that's true 
Just thought I'd throw that. Maybe that's the tool. I, I, get, I can I give them 40 don't think that's what she's talking about. I hope Could be that's a tool. not it's what a tool. she's talking about. It's a tool. I understand. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Eight 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 nine four one Pags eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven or JoePags dot com, J O E P A G S dot C O M. Click on Watch Now. You can see us as we do it live, or you can go back and see the videos of the previous shows. If you heard something on the radio, you want to go back and oh, what face was Carrie making that he's talking about? You can always go back and check out the show that way too. Uh, just go there and do that. All right, um, we've got big story. A big story coming out of both the House and the Senate. And allegedly, an FBI whistleblower brings this to them. We'll have this top of next hour, so don't touch the dial. It's something that alleges Joe Biden, as vice president, was involved in all sorts of corruption. And it's so serious that James Comer and uh, Chuck Rassley, um, they wrote a letter to the DOJ to get something rolling on this. We'll have that for you top of next hour. Do not touch that dial. Listen, if you're going to go and work out, going to go exercise, going to go dance, hang out with the kids, whatever, Make sure that you've got enough energy to do so, and a great boost of energy always comes from Super Beats, no matter what the product happens to be. Super Beats Heart Chews are delicious, great supplement. I work out pretty heavy weights. I get an extra boost of energy when I, when I have these Super Beats Heart Chews. They taste great. It's like giving yourself a treat. And the way they work medically or the way they work physically on your body is, well, a clinical study shows us Super Beats Heart Chews polyphenol compound was shown to be nearly two times as effective at promoting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. So adding this in is going to help you support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, blood flow, heart-healthy energy, plus they're plant-based and they're gluten-free. All right, if you haven't gotten these yet, get some. If you've gotten them and you're running out, get some more. GetSuperBeats.com is the website. GetSuperBeats.com to find out how you can get a free 30-day supply of heart chews plus Free shipping with your first order. Use discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Get an additional 15% off. That's getsuperbeets.com, and the code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. Let me go to the phone lines. A lot of people want to be heard. It's going to be um, line two is Forrest in Minnesota. Forrest, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Joe. I got a question. Yeah. So uh, apparently this Title 42, this emergency COVID-created special border tool is going to go away. And so that we're going to return to our normal operating way of managing the border, which appears to be anybody can walk around it, over it, past it, through it, at whatever time, whenever. Yes. So that's the normal operating procedure with our border, is that anybody can walk across. Well, that's not, supposed to, to, it's not supposed to be the next. In this emergency, we need to stop them with Title 42. It's not supposed to be that way. The actual laws of the border, Forrest, great question. The actual laws of the border say you can't come here illegally. If you do, you'll be deported. But depending on the administration, they've changed how it's enforced. Trump was literally going by the book and arresting people and detaining them, basically, even if it meant separating them from their kids, which is what happens when you break the law, and then adjudicating them and sending them back if they didn't get asylum. 90% don't get asylum. 90% don't get it. Okay, so 90% should be sent back. 
while Trump was in office, he brought something back that was under um, under Jimmy Carter, this Title 42. Title 42 is for health and and um, illness reasons to protect the American public. You don't let people come into this country in the times of a pandemic or in times of a you know a very contagious disease being out there, and they have the ability to turn people away at the border. With that going away, you're going to go back to the actual policies in place by Biden, and those policies are everybody can come here, anybody who applies for asylum, even if they, even if they have no chance of getting asylum, will get some sort of a notice to appear. They never show back up. They're allowed in our schools. They're allowed to get on our, on our programs. They're allowed to be taken care of and, and show up in neighborhoods. They are not following the law, and I think Congress should do something about it to check and balance the executive branch. I get that you can change how you conduct your policies from administration to administration, but to completely forget the law is crazy. And keep in mind, Biden and his, and his minions have been trying to get rid of Title 42 since day one. They're claiming that it's being lifted because a court order says it has to be. That's not true. They're the ones that started the lifting process, and they were sued by states like Texas over and over again to stop getting rid of Title 42. So when it goes away, you're right, it's going to become an open sieve again, even worse than it is now, but that's because of the Biden policies. They went back to the Trump policies. That wouldn't be happening. Victor, less than a minute, but it's all yours. Let's go. Hey, Joe, you're asking about what the tools are yes. that the White House is going to use. It's pretty simple. It's the press corps. Those people are tools, and the White House is going to use them to cover up what happens. 1,000% true. Great call. Short and sweet, to the point, the tools they're using are the White House press corps. The tools they're using are also most of social media, although Twitter's getting better. Twitter's still broken. It still doesn't work right. Um, the tools they're using are the big media, big tech, big sports, big Hollywood, big academia, period. Those are the tools. Now, when she says tools, she doesn't mean that. And Carrie, if you could, find out what the tools actually are that she means. I wish I could. I, we have to ask her. Well, you're the news she's lady. she's not you answering. You don't have her number? Text her. No, I don't. I can't text her. I do not have her number. Wow. Sadly. All right. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, The Biden family scandal when he was vice president just got a whole lot worse today. That when we come back. Stay here. Joe Pags.